Hello. Hello. It looks a little different for me. Uh, we are, uh, we're still doing a lot of distance, but I got sick of the green screen, so I mostly finished the set, but we're not going to show you the whole set. It's not actually finished. It's just, it's painted. Yeah. It's painted. I, mostly I painted. helped a little. <laughs> yes, he helped, uh, a little bit. And then with, with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, see. I just realized, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cut them off. They're not going to see it. Because <laughs> I'm going to slide me all the way over and cut you in the half. So yeah. they're not going to see what I pointed that. Anyways, uh, yeah, I uh, we're going to wait to show you guys what's uh, completely on there when Edie is able to actually come in person. And then we finish the set. Uh, I have a tiny bit of painting left to do on yeah. that side. And then we got to hang stuff and, you know, put some some in, interior, interior design. Interior design. <laughs> My brain was saying interrogation, and that's not right. The problem is, is I heard that and I thought of, like, interior design. Interior <laughs> design. <laughs> that makes you so gay. <laughs> Turbo gay. I'm about it, man. I would watch. I that. fucking that video is so classic. It's like I forgot that video existed until we until we said the interior design like that, and I was like, oh my god. I don't. I, forgot I don't know if actually... I know the video. I'm. I'm gonna. Pull oh my! It, on, it was uh. Shit. It was like it was an energy drink. It was a fake energy drink that made you super gay. It was making fun of balls. Oh, I think I remember. Yeah, what was turbo that? Turbo something. Uh, power thirst. Yeah. Power thirst. That was it. Power thirst. If yeah. you haven't seen that gold, it is offensive, but watch it. Holy it's funny shit! That's from 16 years ago. Yeah, man. Like that is classic. That is old, old internet. That's the shit that, like, middle school me was dying at. Yeah, middle yeah. school me. I would have been fucking 15. Yeah, literally middle school me was laughing at that because it's so ridiculous. That said, uh, cheers. Oh, yeah. I already drank, like, half of mine. I realized they're small glasses. <laughs> so I might have to get up and get a beer halfway through this. But my fridge is right there. That's fair. I um, I made the same drink two different ways. So I made it stirred. I made it uh, shaken with a little bit of grape juice, so that it, grapefruit juice, so that it was it had juice. Nice. But it's um. Unfortunately, I think my nose is clogged, and I can't. I was gonna say you sound a little nasally right now, dude. My allergies have been terrible. Like. It's like I've had a cold for like a week and a half, but the, just congestion. Ah, oh, buddy. I had the opposite. Like, I'm, I'm, not... I'm like dried out because of the hotels and shit. Wait on my arm. Oh, dirt. Like, it sucks. It's like I can taste it, but it's very muted because I'm like, oh, like my nose is clogged. Yeah. But I'm really bummed about that because I was hoping this was like good. Sorry, that was really gross. I can make it grosser. I had my first nosebleed of the year this morning. 
It was dope. Hey, there you go. Yeah. And for How's some it reason, it, it always happens like when I've been like going to parties and stuff. So coworkers know yeah. that I went to a party while I was home. And then I come into work to, uh, yesterday and just fucking nosebleed. My coworker's like, so, uh, Lay off the coke. how much partying did you do? I was like, no, these weren't the kind of people that you do coke with. These were my D&D friends. And he's like, I feel like D&D players would do coke. And I'm like, yeah, you know, some long of them campaign. do. <laughs> long campaign, yeah. I mean, legit long campaign. That's part of it. That's hilarious. Yeah. But... I mean, but no, uh, I'm just dried out. Shit, we have session three soon. Yeah. Yep. I'm fucking hyped for that. I talked to uh, uh, Damon was actually at the birthday party. It was for uh, Teresa's boyfriend. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So I talked to him Happy a little birthday, bit. Nick. Happy birthday, Nick. It was last week. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I talked to him. ago. <laughs> Yeah, like two weeks ago when this comes out. Um, but yeah, I talked to Damon a little bit about the game. Because he was like, I have no idea what your character is anymore. Because we had an idea, and then literally the day we started playing, I was like, no. No, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> That's fair, though. I mean, hey. It, part of it, too, is like figuring out who's all also in the party. Like, we didn't yeah. really talk about who was in the party. So it's also kind of realizing, like, all right, we already have... X character. Yeah. I mean, there's already, what, three warriors, essentially, in this party? Um, like, melee fighters? Yeah. Um, yeah, you got you, um, you're Eldritch... No, Mike's a archer. Yeah, Mike's, Mike's a ranger. You're, what, Eldritch Knight? Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, uh, Sarah is a barbarian, I believe, which really threw me for a loop because we were talking like we, something was going on and they were like, oh, who's got the highest charisma stat? And I was like, well, obviously me, I'm the warlock. And then she's like right up there with me. And I'm like, you're a fucking barbarian. <laughs> like, and a the, scared barbarian. Yeah. And the way we played last time, like, I know you're a newer player, but like the way we played last time, like. You didn't come across very charismatic as a character, so, like, I am very confused by your stat right now. Yeah, it's pretty funny to have, like, a super charismatic character that purposely is, like, doesn't have any charisma. Like, she's literally, like, hiding and shit. It's yeah. great. That's still, uh, to the, I know it wasn't that long ago, but it's still, like, one of my favorite D&D &D bits, where she was hiding in the, the closet of your, your tavern room. Yeah. <laughs> She runs out, shishes you, and you just go, why? <laughs> like, uh, I know that won't make sense to anybody watching, but, like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Like, I My favorite thing was, like, after we did that that first time and we had the second session and Devin was saying that he told that to other people and they all died laughing. And yeah. I'm just like... I mean, what else are you supposed to do if you're, like, going to bed and some random lady, like, comes out of your bathroom and just shushes you? Dude, it <laughs> it worked out perfect. Because, like, if it was... Damon even said, he was like, if it happened... Like, he knows if it had happened to me, like, especially with how I'm playing my character, like... Yeah. It would not have gone over well. If it had happened to 
Mike or Devin, like it would have taken a lot longer and they would have like found a way to get her into the party. Cause you know, a little bit of metagaming. Yeah. yeah. But you were the smoothest possible choice. Cause you just went, why? And then you were like, well, you can sleep here, I guess, and join us tomorrow. And it was just, it was so in character well, for your character, but also like, I would have never <laughs> thought to do it that way. And that was the thing is I real I had a real, like, I, I'm doing like I'll I'll just tell everyone basically my guy's name is uh Fieri or he's a dragonborn uh Guy Fieri um <laughs> so like he's um uh, I won't get more into his details cuz we still got stuff to reveal in the actual campaign uh but I think I know you know about the he's like sad you, yeah you know his town got wiped out yeah, yeah. So like, he's like he's got a depressive state at some point, but he's also he's Guy Fieri. He's like ah oh, jolly welcoming and like he's obsessed with food and beverage. So like, my character at the time is sloshed essentially yeah. is what it is better described because like I was they're all I was not the one doing the beginning getting the group party together my character was eating and was approached about joining said party and i just kept eating and enjoying my night before i went to bed so i had to play a very welcoming person that happens to be pretty sloshed and i was like all right how would guy fieri like non-confrontationally approach this subject and like like that <laughs> god it worked beautifully, man. And it, like, now that you guys have seen me play more, like, I, I made like a super wholesome murder hobo. Like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to you know, full on destroy the campaign or like murder NPCs and do that dumb shit. But like, when there's an opportunity for us to fight, like you saw the flaming sphere shit, you saw me fucking basically waterboard the guy that we captured. But with fire, it was yeah. just like, yeah. So, like, if it had been my character in there, like, there would have been some fucking fire going out of the rooms and y'all would have had to run in. And I'd be like, I was attacked, you know? Yeah. But. I I guess technically the way I could have, the other way I could have played it out, in it would have been probably, I would have done the, uh, like, like quickly draws a sword doesn't stab but just kind of like hey like yeah. why man like <laughs> why are you here yeah <laughs> this is weird man <laughs> i'm not that big of a celebrity i don't need groupies <laughs> but it worked out beautifully man and i i'm excited to play again like i i really am fucking sorry yeah it it honestly it works out that we're able to do it like this very it's very non-committal. We're like, cool. At some point in this month, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get together, and it's just kind of like, all right, double check like a week out. Are we still all good? Move it or not? Yeah, like it's it's kind of been nice. It's it works to just do it the one day like that. Because I really wouldn't be not able to do anything more than this. Like it, it's nice Dude, that it's, it's like this. It feels refreshing too. Can you hear the penny? <laughs> I heard her a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, I have the door just slightly, barely open. Melissa is getting her hair done, so Penny's out there just. Gotcha. Uh, I, I hear would her not now. play with me. 
Yeah, yeah I'm going to close the door. <laughs> uh, but, uh... No, I will, uh... I guess I should... I'll, uh, I'll get my sports shit out of the way quick, because there isn't too much. Um... Pro Bowl happened. It's the in between. There's a week in between, like the the NFC Championships and the Super Bowl. So they do the Pro Bowl. Most of the players don't give a fuck about the Pro Bowl. It's just an ex- like they just kind of show up because it's a thing to do, and they're trying they're trying to bring it back right now. Like essentially, it used to be like an actual game, essentially full contact. Like obviously, it was more like hey. We're not actually trying to destroy anyone here. Like once, like there's a famous play where a guy named Sean Taylor just like absolutely levels a punter who they try to fake punt, and he just fucking shoulder to head. I mean, you know, pancakes this motherfucker mm. into the ground. And they're like, come on, it's the we're it's not it's literally for nothing. Like this is just the, this is the game for friendly friend's sake and he fucked this guy up um and i think that's when they started changing it but uh like they're doing it it, it was it was pretty all right it was kind of, i don't know it's kind of funny because at this point like most of the players they don't it's after the season so they've stopped playing they're like cool this is the couple months where i'm not going to play i'm gonna relax a bit before i hop back into the gym to heart like yeah. they might go to the gym a little bit but they ain't they're not working out. They're just kind of maintaining a okay something. So it's funny to watch these guys because half of them, their eyes are all squinting because they're higher than balls because mm-hmm. they're technically not getting tested anymore. So they're just, they're all ripped or they're drunk and they're fucking just running around doing like, like they're playing, uh, the one game was, uh, it's precision passing. The, the, the quarterbacks, uh, three from each conference, they, you know, there's, like, these moving little rotating, like, dummy bags, essentially. Uh, there's, like, there's four of those. One moves straight, really far, long distance kind of thing, like, straight back and forth. The other one just circles. It's close. It's, like, one point. Then they have, like, in the distance, they have three points that move side to side from, the like, essentially the, the middle of the course like this. Um... They have a, a four, which is like essentially giant. Like they're at an angle, like towards the uh, like diagonally away from them, so it's kind of facing them, like this. And they have to bounce it off. That's four points. There's two on each corner. Those don't move. And then they have the five, that like it's just a single one. They can only hit them once, and it just like goes the entire length of the background, like back and forth. And then at the very end of the competition, they have a 10, which is just directly in the middle. So these guys, like, they're barely trying. Uh, the guy who ends up winning it, his name is uh, uh, it's Baker Mayfield. He's the quarterback for the Buccaneers, who we knocked out of the playoffs. And this is my favorite part of it, is that... So he ends up winning the competition. He was the very first person to compete, and that's who he won it. And so he wins it, and they're asking him, they're like, oh, you know, so, like, I know it's the off season, but have you, you know, did you prepare at all just to keep your arm, like, motivated at all? Like, not motivated, like, fresh and stuff, like, any any practice throws or nothing like that? 
Well, in the Lions game, the last pass he complete like he the last pass he threw uh, got intercepted by a guy named Derek Barnes. He's our middle linebacker, and that's what end of the game. They just did the you know the kneel down. Yeah, won the game from there. So they're sitting there like, yeah, you know, have you have you kept your arm fresh at all like that? And he's like, he's like, well, uh, the last pass I threw was to Derek Barnes, and everyone just starts <laughs> dying laughing because he's just like, yeah, I have not thrown a pass since I threw that fucking interception that knocked us out of the playoffs. So no. <laughs> Jeez. And he's st- and then he won the competition because the rest of them are all like one. He, the one guy is a rookie, so I don't think he's ever been there. I think I think Baker's been there one time before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he kind of had an idea of what he's doing. Stroud is a rookie. He was there. He was close. My favorite thing of it all. Uh, second part of it was that uh, one of the sports analysts, like the commentators, his name is Dan Orlovsky. He played on Detroit. Um, was not a good quarterback. And he's like fully admits he's like I was not a starting quarterback. He's like I was a backup quarterback. He's like I am he's phenomenal at understanding film and being able to read things like that. He just has no mobility whatsoever. He's like 6-5 and he can basically throw the fuck out of a football and pretty accurately, but he has no pocket movement. He could not do any of that other stuff and he was kind of bad at instant reactions actually on the play and he straight up says this um i guess i don't know i think this technically happened before all of the competition they asked him to go out there really quick and just do a practice run so they could make sure everything was running correctly (laughs) and he beat all of them (laughs) (laughs) by a point because he none of them hit the 10 mark so the whole thing is like they have they they have this all this time to throw at the the points uh, and then they cannot throw for the ten until they have, they have one ball at the very end to throw because it's ten points. Yeah, and uh, and it's at a further distance back. Essentially, it's like a it's a a fifty to a fifty five yard throw. And they make well, and that's why they don't let you throw it up at first because it's too easy. It's like a giant it's a giant bucket the size of my desk. Okay, if that makes sense. Like that's the hole they're aiming for fifty yards away. So it's a pretty big, big, big hole. So they make them walk back like 10 more or 15 feet or 15 yards back. And then they get the ball and they get to throw it at the end. So he beat them all and he hasn't next day that said, like they showed him the next day and he was not able to use his right arm that he throws with. He was like, oh yeah, I fucked my arm up. He's like, I'm not, he's like, he's like, I'm not working out this week. It's over. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I haven't thrown like that since I retired. So, <laughs> but uh, um, other than that, um, cool thing NFC. That's who the Lion. For anyone that cares, that's who the Lions conference is. We won the Pro Bowl unanimously. We beat the fuck out of the other side. Uh, I think we won like seven out of nine competitions. Not bad, man. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was cool. It happened. Um, Lions have not done anything because it's, it's, it's only, it's not, there's not much going on right now. Um, everyone, oh, I guess NHL did their all-star competition. That was, that that, was, that's where, uh, my topic for, for today was. I didn't watch it all. Mm. You you know more of the sports shit, but I, I, I saw some fun stuff. 
Um, I will actually let you do that because I almost I only know two things that happened there at all, and none of them are important. So like, <laughs> one of them was like. Well, I'll wait. I'll finish the football thing really quick because there was only one other thing I think that was even kind of funny about it. Um, so the other funny thing is, is like, um, they had a t- one of the competitions they incorporated because last year they did uh, the water balloon toss thing. Yeah. And essentially, all of the players were like, "Hey, I get that. Like, that's what most people do, but we're multi-million-dollar athletes. Do not." like waste a week of our lives flying us out here to toss water balloons <laughs> and so like they were just like this is kind of insulting so they got rid of that competition and they swapped it out um i believe for a uh it was tug of war and they're like yeah we're cool tug of war that's like a real competition <laughs> yeah um so i guess like the front man for they had two rounds of it because there was enough players kind of thing. NFC won both of them, but the second one was ridiculously dominant, and Aiden Hutchinson was the front guy for it. And uh, apparently, like you can see him, like I mean, ripping the fuck out of this rope, just yanking it, and like even the commentators, like God, like wow, like Aiden Hutchinson, man, and he like, cause you can, it was enough that like he's pulling it and he's li- able to lift his the front like, uh, the st- stability leg, he's able to pick it up completely and then like set it down and then yank in like those motions, and they were like, oh God, <laughs> like. <laughs> There, it's just gross dominance, <laughs> um, and yeah, it was unfair. They they destroyed pretty bad. It was great. Um, other than that, uh, I'll give a quick Super Bowl prediction. I think the Chiefs are gonna win it. I I'm fifty fifty on it. I want Brock Purdy. I kind of want him to win just because it's his second year in and everyone is trying to shit on him because he's, um, I mean, do, do you even know who Brock Purdy is? I, I have okay. seen some TikToks that pop up on my feed as soon as the, the, uh, Ravens lost. Like, so I've seen yeah. a lot of the ones for, what is it? Lamar Jackson. Is that his name? Yeah. For the MVP. Yeah. I was seeing a lot of that for him. And then once they lost, uh, the TikTok edits immediately switched over to I I think the guy you're talking about because nobody yeah. wants the Chiefs to win. I don't want the Chiefs so, to win. <laughs> no, so so I I'm fifty fifty. I don't really care, and I'll explain why. But I'll I'll give a backstory on Brock Purdy, and this is actually kind of cool. So he is a guy who's who's he's technically called Mister Irrelevant. So the very last pick of every NFL draft. His name is called. They, they, he gets a jersey and it's called Mister Irrelevant because he's the very last pick of the draft. No one, almost pretty much no one in history that was ever the last pick has ever done anything in the NFL until now. Brock Purdy was Mister Irrelevant last year, and then what happened was is I think in week like eight or nine uh jimmy garoppolo who is the starting quarterback for the 49ers at the time 
got injured and they had to start Brock. And then all of a sudden, he was doing better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And they were like, what the fuck? Like, this is really odd. And he became, the, he earned the starting role in the, because I think Garoppolo was out for like three or four weeks and he just like outperformed like a motherfucker. So he earned the starting role and, and got them to the NFC championship. And then they, and then in the NFC championship, because they versed the Eagles who then went on to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, Brock got injured. The other backup quarterback got injured. Uh, Debo got injured. Christian McCaffrey got in- basically they ha- like all of the stars on their team got injured in one game within a quarter of the game, and they obviously lost because yeah. every all of the, any game plan they had at all that was built around any of the people that were on the field were no longer on the field. Um, so they lost. So this year it's kind of like a comeback year for them of like trying to prove like, no, we should have made it to the Super Bowl. We just literally didn't have our team. And so it would be really cool because everyone keeps wanting to shit on Brock because like all of his stats are like he's producing Tom Brady stats right now. Like and everyone wants to keep shitting on him because they're like, he's only good because of the team he has. Like, all of these players are superstars, which, yes, they are. He has a ridiculously good team. But, like, he's also a second year. He's not supposed to be doing any of this. It's ridiculous. So, I think it'd be really cool if he wins and gets it. Um, I, uh, as far as other players on 49ers, I love George Kittle. He's a tight end. He's really cool. He's really funny. He's goofy as fuck. Um, he con- he is he he would be me as a football player. He's serious, but he also is really serious about fucking around. So he's really fun to watch, and he's on them. So like, um, and I I think once Travis Kelsey retires, like George Kittle, it's very possible he possibly becomes the ne- next greatest tight end. Uh, will for sure be the best tight end in the league once Kelsey retires. And that's kind of the other part of why I don't mind if the Chiefs win. Uh, if Chiefs win, it's kind of cool. They will be the second team in history to finally do back-to-back Super Bowls since Brady. Uh, they will have their third title, or third Super Bowl. Um, Kelsey, like, kind of truly legitimately cements himself as the greatest. I mean, he already has, but it really cements it with three Super Bowls because almost no one, people barely make one Super Bowl. So the fact that he'll have three uh, is just unbelievable. Um, so that it, so that's kind of cool. Um, I feel bad for him in the fact that, like, he legitimately is just trying to have, like, a good relationship with Taylor Swift, but because she is as popular as she is and he is who he is, um, the whole world is, like, gives way too much of a fuck about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, especially, like, yeah. the people that are bitching, oh, I watch football to watch football, and it's Taylor Swift's taking up all this time. She gets, like, 20 seconds of fucking airtime, dude. Um... I'm going to give you this. Yes, me getting into football definitely helped Melissa get more into football. But Taylor Swift. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It legitimately, 
like for the good of the sport, like it was good for the sport. I, it's only really old grouchy fucks that don't like to talk to their wives and they want to watch football and not talk to their wives. They are the ones that are upset. I love it because guess what? Now my wife mm-hmm. likes football and she's into it. And mm-hmm. she gives a fuck, and she isn't upset that I want to watch football and when I talk about things. And she tags me in football memes, and I underst- and she understands shit when I'm talking to her about 90% of the time. I do have to give her a lot of some refreshers, but she's, she's also just legitimately really fucking smart, so she remembers most of the shit anyways. But, like, there are so many more females that actually pay attention to football and probably as and I personally think that Travis and Taylor are actually going to legitimately work out uh it it seems too good they are um for lack of better terms Taylor has needed a fucking real man not a actor or a musician who Complete admission, they would admit it, uh, are not happy people. <laughs> They're, if you're in a generally acting or musician profession, uh, there's a lot of issues. And you're working them out in your art. And it's like, that's unfortunately why musicians are tortured. Mm-hmm. I kind of got rid of a lot of my issues and I stopped playing as much because it wasn't as bad. Uh, but like, regardless, all of those guys are so, it's more so that they're self-centered and probably couldn't handle the fact that Taylor Swift is the fucking idol of the universe right now. And they can't handle not being number one where Travis is like, please, I don't, I'm fucking Travis Kelsey. He's like, I don't care. He told, he told Taylor Swift's security guards subtly, basically like, Hey, you don't have to be as on if I'm here because I'm fucking Travis Kelsey. 90% of the dudes that might want to attack her are probably fans of mine, so they're not going to if I'm here. But I'm also fucking 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, yeah. and would dominate anyone that comes close. So he's, 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 so, he's confident enough in himself that I think she's finally found herself a secure enough dude that it'll work out. So... um. I, I foresee a lot of females being more considerate about football and f- finding a better understanding of what it is and why it's interesting or cool. But I don't know. That's that's a uh, I'd say that's enough about the football <laughs> things. There's not much. Everybody, uh, everybody tuned out already. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, sorry guys. We've got yeah. we've lost them all, and then. Whoever's got us out of the background. Hi, Ivy. Hello, Ivy. <laughs> and and whoever, Chrissy, if you're still watching us and all, she lives with you, so it's weird. Now. Yeah, she she it's watches okay. occasionally, but uh, now Kai lives there too, so I don't know if she watches while he's home. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Anyways, so your part. What, um, what you had? I lost it, buddy. <laughs> no, you were talking about or soccer. No, it was it was uh it was the NHL thing. Um, yeah. Did you fucking see Michael Bublé, man? Yes. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Dude was that gone. That legitimately, it made me so happy. Yeah. So, 
I was, dude. Okay, so for anyone, do you? I'll, I'll hear it. This is your segment. I will let you. <laughs> no, go ahead. I, I will let you. I, okay. I I am much better at bouncing off of people than I am at explaining a story. I bore myself. Okay, so long story short, the All Star Weekend happened, which means. Uh, a lot of they generally will pick celebrities that are into hockey and they will go play on the ice with the actual NHL players and you know it's all that shit they don't do that in the Pro Bowl by the way not at all um so Michael I think this happened after the after the game they were talking to Michael Bublé about uh how he thought he did and how he enjoyed the ice and stuff like that. And Michael Buble basically just ends up going on like a quick tirade of like, it was really, really cool. And the fans, you know, like the, the only reason that this game happens is because of like people like him that are really into the game. And it w- if it wasn't for him, this wouldn't happen. But also, it w- you know, it wouldn't happen if it wasn't for guys like him. And he kind of did that. And then he goes on to say, I-, I messed that part up. The main part of this all is this. He tells everyone that, like, he's like, my friend talked to me. And he, was- he said that this is supposed to be a microdose. And he fucking lied. <laughs> like, he's like... I, I was out there, and honestly, for probably half to three-quarters of the time, I thought it was Blaze of Glory, and then I realized, I was like, oh, shit, this is real. <laughs> Dude, this shit was so fucking good, man. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, go ahead. Dude, and, and uh, uh, Will Arnett was with him. Um, they were interviewing yeah. him after, and Will Arnett tried to slyly cover it up but not really he was like oh yeah that was a joke definitely 100 percent, totally a joke michael buble was not high on mushrooms it was a joke and like he had to come out and apologize (laughs) and say it was a joke he wasn't doing and fucking there's so many people that i i follow buble because like i loved his fucking music growing up man but like there's so many people that are like Oh, that's that. There's no way it would be a joke. It's obviously not a joke. He was higher than balls. For anybody that's oh, done mushrooms, was... you you know he was high. But like anybody that's saying Buble is not funny enough to do that that quick witted, does not know Buble. Dude oh is God. fucking hilarious. So like it was even funnier because like so uh, Pat McAfee they they were going over the uh, what happened to the All Star they were talking to a guy named his name is PK uh, PK Subban uh, yeah, PK Subban uh, he's a former player uh, he's now a sport uh, hockey analyst and does like the commentating and stuff um, so they had him on um, they didn't ask him about the Michael Bublé stuff. But they were going over it after talking about all the stuff. And Pat was like, look, he's like, I didn't have a opinion of Michael Bublé before this. I was like, you know, yeah, his music comes on. It's like, oh, he's a phenomenal talent. Cool. Like Christmas time. You hear mm-hmm. Michael Bublé and you're like, that, yeah, great. 
that's it. He's like, I didn't have any opinion. He's like, music's good. I, that's it. I, he's like, I don't care. And then he's like, now he's like, I think he's the fucking man. He's, he's, he's so cool. Like that was so funny that just, he's, um, legitimately fucked up on the ice and the NHL. Like, and of course, like I truly believe him. Like, I don't think he planned on trying to trick balls out there. He probably is just never. I'm no, I'm, I'm sure he has. Um, but yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, I've 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 seen some of his his other shit. Like, we follow his. I haven't. We follow his TikTok, not for his music. We follow it because he's fucking hilarious, man. Like he has posted some shit where it's just like, it's on that level of him basically telling the whole world he's high as shit. But like, yes, you know, it it's going back to what you said about that football player, like. He is what I would be if I was a famous singer. Like people would be like, "Oh, Christmas time. His music's pretty okay," and then they would see an interview and be like, "Oh my God, he's higher than balls right now," and hilarious. Dude, Aiden Hutchinson. I did forget this part of the Pro Bowl thing. So they interviewed Aiden Hutchinson at some point. This is before that competition happened, and they were like, "So like, you know, basically, you know, how, how, the gener- some generic question in the version of like, how how are you enjoying things out here? What is it like out here? Blah blah blah. It's your first Pro Bowl, so on. And he's basically he, his his exact response is basically he's like, I don't really know what I'm doing out here, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was baked. He had to be baked, or like on some some real. It's probably edibles. Yeah. I imagine those guys do a lot more edibles because they're actual athletes. They're not smoking as much. Yeah. Like, they smoke, but some of them do. That said, I can't remember the guy. I should figure it out. There was one, uh, I think he was a like a, a defensive player. I want to say like a linebacker or a middle linebacker or something uh, for an NFL team. And they had him on camera um, ripping a gas mask. <laughs> right and he's like he rips the thing and he just takes it off and breathes it out and then that was it no cough none of that afterwards and Pat and them on the show were like what the fuck he's like I've ripped a gas mask and it may have been he's like allegedly it may have been that exact gas mask <laughs> and he was like he's like I certainly coughed um <laughs> he's like that he's like though this is the, this is the difference between regular humans and nfl stars he was like nfl stars their lungs are just built completely different that should not be humanly possible what that man did <laughs> dude their cardiovascular is ridiculous man i mean literally you gotta think about it like if you're a lineman your entire job is just to run full force into another human and try and push them over and then run past them. And you only, they only get the shot the the time clock in between other than commercial breaks is 40 seconds. It's not a minute. Like yeah. when you're doing regular workouts and you do like some crazy, you know, you're, you're bet you do a quick 10 bench. If they say you're trying to incorporate any cardio in there, you're not supposed to sit longer than a minute before you start your next rep. Yeah, for supersets. So, yeah, they're supersetting. Yes. Yeah, so they're consistently supersetting all the time. So, yeah, them all of us, them basically doing the equivalent of smoking, like, 
five bowls and a shot. <laughs> so, that said, wrap it around. Michael Bublé is probably hanging out with a lot of fucking superstar NFL athletes. And at a certain point, he's a singer. He also has to have some pretty good cardio. So I am sure at some point in his life, he has gone, pro- I don't know, maybe gone, try to go like bong for bong rip with some other NFL athlete. Obviously lost, because he's still not a, he's not an athlete. It doesn't matter. There's no competing with that. But I'm just imagining laughing at fucking Michael Bublé just getting ripped his, off his ass with some NFL guy who's just sitting on the couch just like. <laughs> Dude, I, I think it was. Uh, I think Will Arnett gave him the, the shrooms. <laughs> like 100%. I think it was Will. That would actually kind of make sense. That'd be yeah. funny why he immediately was like, yeah, no, he's definitely not. High. I mean, I definitely don't think one. The, the way the way the way he joked about it, too, was it was like it was every time I joke about anything I've done where I'm like, you know, a friend of mine who's totally not me at all did this thing where I'm blatantly saying it is me. Yeah. Yeah. The way That's he was joking, he, oh. he was like. Yeah, no, Buble definitely 100% didn't do shrooms. What? That's wild. He was just joking around. Like, no, dude was higher than hell. Ugh. See, I need to, I'm going to actually look up the uh, uh, Will Arnett, uh, Michael Buble. I there's need to a, see his actual... There's a couple of them where there's a there's one where he says like oh it was a joke and then there's one where he's um he's like I talking, pull, I'm not gonna watch it now but yeah he's talking to the same interview and uh, he says something he's like oh my god Buble was gone wasn't he and then he was like wait a minute is that out yet like are we allowed to talk about that or are you guys gonna edit that out and she's like it's out everyone's seen it and he's like oh shit yeah. <laughs> That I I uh, that interview was probably posted within four seconds. Of, oh yeah, like dude. guy hit off camera and someone was uploading it as fast as possible. Yeah. They're like Michael Bublé talking about accidentally being on mushrooms at the All Star game. Yeah, instant instantly oh, yeah. going on the internet. There was no one was like, hey Michael, listen. <laughs> Do you want us to cut that part out? No. That immediately got uploaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yo, you're fucked up. I mean, but that said, like, there's a part of me that because he is a young and he has the voice and style that he has, that he upset a bunch of the really old audience oh, that yeah. attracted to him. And then now there's a bunch of young guys like us that are going to be like, you know what? You're fucking awesome. We're going to enjoy your old school yeah. music and we're going to actually celebrate you because you're hilarious. Please come to please come to Michigan. We're going to watch your show but be on mushrooms. Yeah, dude, like, I I've been telling people for years. I want to say I I was in high school when I started listening to him. Like I've been telling people for years. Right. I'm like his music is good. Yeah. But also like look at this shit. Like some of his interviews, like he does not seem like a fucking lounge singer in his interviews. Like, no. dude is fucking hilarious, man. Um, well, here's the thing, too, is, like, I think most people 
like when they think of the style of music that he does, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, his first album is from 2003. Yeah. I might have been in middle school so, when I found him out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 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 end of elementary school. Yeah. Well, for us. Well, I entered high school in 2006. I entered middle school in 2003. That's five years prior to yeah. middle school. Well, you guys, so you, you also got to remember where I'm from. It was my school years get all fucked up because it was K through yeah. six where I grew up. And then it was seventh, eighth and ninth for junior high and then high school. But then I moved here and it was like, hey, you're in middle school now instead of going to this. And I'm like, oh, what okay. is going on? Got it. So yeah, uh, no, that would have yeah. Two thousand three is like old, but because because he does, I mean, he does Sinatra style, old big band style music. Like that's his voice. So like, you don't. Everyone thinks of like that old generation of people, but then everyone also forgets that Frank Sinatra was pro- constantly oh, fucked up. They all were like the original, his- the original Ocean's Eleven, like. All those movies that Frank Sinatra made, that was an excuse for him and the boys to get together and just fucking drink. Yes. Like literally, Frank Sinatra has his own goddamn Jack Daniels. Yeah. Like he was fucked up. He was hanging out with fucking gangsters, man. Oh, he oh, was hanging out 100%. with fucking Al or I almost said Al Pacino. <laughs> uh he might no. have been if he was alive. I well, don't actually, <laughs> It might have been his son. I don't know when Frank Sinatra died. I mean, I'm sure he did. Uh, I was. I met Al Capone. Yeah. Um. But like, he was hanging out with real motherfuckers, and so like, yeah, he was doing some wild shit. There just wasn't an internet. Yeah. To v- show all of the wild shit, no one had camera phones. That's the that's the crazy thing. Is it's like, can you imagine like? If people had camera phones back then, like the shit that would have came out, oh like, yeah, unbelievable. Well, uh, maybe not around Al Capone because you would have, you know, taken a video real quick and died. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know, oh, <laughs> straight murdered. But yeah, I uh, no, that was hilarious. I was dying about that. Um. <laughs> So the other part of the NHL thing that I learned about that we didn't talk about, um, I think basically someone possibly set like got really close to uh, um, a new record for the height, the fastest shot in hockey. Oh, shit. They shot 105 miles an hour. <laughs> But the difference was, is the person was playing with a wooden stick, not carbon fiber. Because a lot of the new players now play with carbon fiber because they're so goddamn light. Yeah. Well, this guy that did it, did it with a wooden stick. Well, then they were looking back at, like, the last guy to hit it 105 with a wooden stick was in, like, 1993 or some shit. And it was some dude from Dearborn, Michigan. (laughs) <laughs> that is uh, currently the uh, offensive operations coach or something, something like that, uh, or shooting coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are not a good team, but apparently they have, like, statistically 
the hardest shots <laughs> across the league, <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. The main cool thing about it, which was funny, was like he had a mullet, but the problem was is he had the mullet, but they had like the balding spot in the back. <laughs> And still had some up here. So there was like hair here and then like a bald line around the back and then still mullet. And Pat and them were joking around because one, they thought the guy was Russian at first. So they were like, oh, well, like, I don't think he actually shot that fast. They're like, look at the cameras. The cameras are fucking shitty back then. Like, that's, you know, that's what makes it look like it's so fast and blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, they like did research on him and they're like wait the guy's from Dearborn Michigan they're like wait he's 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 from Michigan they're like yeah and they're like well no wonder he's so fucking good and you know just yeah. complete alternate episode and then like they they flat out joke around like Pat was just like he, he looks in the camera he's like this is the worst show on television why are you watching this he's phenomenal and just like, like complete changeover to like yeah that's why he's so great he's from Michigan he's fucking he's a down he, you know he's one of those downtown all all the dudes from the Pat McAfee show are from either like Ohio or Pittsburgh so they're all like hyper blue collar motherfuckers kind of thing so they don't like white collar shit kind of thing so they were like oh he's from Dearborn (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was pretty funny but they were going over all that and then they also went over Michael Bublé and they were talking about like half of them they're like yeah like I'm gonna actively start listening to his music now just cause that was hilarious (laughs) oh yeah man I've been saying forever man like Bublé is fucking funny he made he made oh, yeah. one of the first memes where it was like um it was like right after Thanksgiving and it was like uh Michael Bublé finally coming out of hibernation like they do for uh what's her nuts um uh, uh Mariah Carey Green Day Mariah Carey not the Green Day one oh yeah. um where it's like finally coming out of hibernation to start the Christmas season like yeah dude's been all about making fun of himself in like the best ways possible man I mean, look, at at, a, at this point, like, he's obviously, he realizes, like, he's made his money. They're, like, he's he, he can continue. I don't think his career goes longer than another decade. Uh, dude, he's, unless a, he's, he change- no, he's a lounge, lounge singer. He's, he's going to keep playing. He's not going to be massive, but he was never, like, fucking massive. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. He'll, he'll maintain the same thing consistently i guess that's my thought is he's not gonna grow he's just not like christmas will keep him around yeah i think he Uh, might uh, that or he's going to create the next like next christmas classic like mariah carey did i mean he he's got a few out there it's just mariah carey like there's a theory that she paid to market that and become like the Christmas queen because she knew that her vocal talents were diminishing and was like, this is my shit now. But Buble has like some of the biggest Christmas songs out. Everyone just knows the Mariah Carey one because we fucking hate the Mariah Carey song because of how overplayed and everything it is. But I don't know if he'll do I, I, I another. I guess I can see that too. I think the other part of the Mariah Carey song is that it is... It is so crazily produced. 
Yeah. And I, I shouldn't say crazily. It's just like it, there is. Yes, her vocal range in that song at that time is very, very, very phenomenal. Okay, ridiculously, phenomenally good. It is out of this world good because it was a, a pinpoint in time for her. But then there's also like they nailed it on those background vocals. Like the choir that they picked to do the all I want for Christmas, like they that is so perfectly like like I would almost argue that someone did a scientific experiment to find the perfect uh decibel and uh wavelength of range that they needed to find to infiltrate the brain the most effective way. And then they found a choir that hit that level and they're like, cool, you guys are doing this song. And then they did that because I'm not going to lie. When I think of that song, I don't think of Mariah Carey. Yes, it's Mar- I think of her subconsciously because it's her song, but I think of that choir. I don't think about her doing all her like whatever shit. I think of the all I want for Christmas is you with the choir. All I think about the is Mariah Carey. The choir makes that song. All, that? I, all I think of is Mariah Carey. And I, I didn't even like the song when it came out. Like. I like, I mean, yes, most of the song that's going on there. But like it, what what comes to my mind when I think of that song is the choir in that specific line. And then, yes, there's like the her continuing the you thing bullshit after it. But I think of the section with the choir because that's that. And now this also might be I've never found her attractive at all. <laughs> it might be. I, I, I realize a lot of people thought she was hot. I never thought she was hot. I just thought she was eh, she's OK. And she had a good voice voice. That was it. Like she I was always more partial to Jessica Simpson. <laughs> She reminded me of an aunt. Yes. Like. Yes. I could see object objectively how people would find her attractive. But for me, it was like her personality ruined it for me. Cause I was like, you are a stuck up aunt. She and is like, a somewhat attractive step aunt. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I think she's just mean. Like, so personality wise, no, yes. it ruined it for me. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never looked at her face and thought she was the most friendly person in the world. I was like, oh, she's got a nice voice. That's it. Like, I I never pictured her being like, I'm sure, obviously, she's been nice to people in her life. But like, that's not the first instinct I get. I've always thought like, oh, like she's she seems very diva esque. Yes. Versus like. I looked at like like Christina Aguilera or Brandy. Or, um, uh, you're missing, I was going to say Shakira, but I'm not sure. But like, like, you're, you're, you're missing like a, you're missing a very important diva out there, buddy. No, I'm not talking about divas. I mean, like not, I, not diva personality. I mean, divas and like yeah. big name female singer. Yes. Beyonce. Okay, I bro. guess. Okay. Beyonce, bro. You, I don't want Kanye coming at us. You got to list Beyonce in the list of popular singers. Oh, I, I'm not listing popular singers. The ones that people I'm find listing, attractive and shit. 
well, that's not what I was also. I was not listening to that either. I was listening. To me, it was popular singers that obviously had phenomenal talent. But when I look at them, I didn't also think they were an asshole. I thought like oh, they yeah, probably yeah. are pretty decent people. They're nice to their assistants. You know, if they would also grab them coffee if they happen to be at Starbucks, not just like only get themselves a coffee. They'd be like, hit up their assistant that normally gets it. Be like, hey, I'm already here. What do you want? Yeah. I don't see Mariah Carey doing that. I do not see. Yeah, I do not. I I could see Beyonce doing that. But like. I couldn't. We won't we won't delve into that, but there there's a lot of shit that went down with Destiny's Child and stuff too. Where it was yes. like the bigger and bigger Beyonce got, the more and more I was like Yeah. <sighs> that said I also will give her like I I imagine for each of those people I named, other than maybe Brandy, because she got well no, that's a lie, she got humongous. All of them I'm I'm sure at a certain point probably had like a chunk of time where they were quite assholes because they were so much on top of the world that at a certain point, like I feel like it's almost impossible to avoid some kind of an asshole loophole because literally no one is going to say no to Christina Aguilera, whether it's a male because they're like dumbfounded that she's attractive or it's a female because she's just Christina Aguilera pop, just whatever it was. During that, those superstar in a moments, I'm sure they had no nose anywhere, so they were probably fucked. But I just, off of like instinctual reads, like I never visualized them as like telling people to fuck off or you know, um, in a super super prude way. I should say, yeah. Where I carry, I always got yeah. She's a fucking cunt. She seems like a cunt. And yeah. then she dated Nick Cannon, and, like, I was like, oh, you're both really dumb. This is bad. Like, this is yeah. really bad. Like, uh, I stopped liking I, – I, I hate it because I love the movie Drumline, but Nick Cannon sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, Nick Cannon has done a lot, like, uh, like for the black yeah. community, and I'll give him that. But, like, I won't, yes. I, I won't say who he reminds me of because um, we're recording. And people know this person. Um, oh, you know this person. Oh. I'll message you on Discord, and you can laugh. Hold on. I I can't see it. Discord's on my computer. I'll Hold message on. you on Facebook. I'm no. Don't even bother. It was it. Is it the person we were talking about the song like years ago about the song? We almost made a song about it. Sweatpants. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Your reference, um, the gray sweatpants song. I remember the song, but I don't remember a person from it. Who it's about? Oh no no no, no! It's okay. it's somebody that I'm actually still close with. Oh oh! Yeah. <laughs> I messaged you the name. Hold on. <laughs> I wish I could let you. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. I wish I could. I wanted to be able to text you, who I thought it was before I read your message, but I knew it was not possible, and I was direct on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's dude. And they even look similar. Uh, they act similar. Damn it! 
Yeah, I'm like, you're I'm like wrong. I've literally, for a very long time, every time I saw Nick Cannon, I was just like, fuck you. And I had no reason to hate him. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely right on that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but no, man, it's... Um, Regardless, um, I, I think uh, Michael Bublé is awesome. He's, uh, I I honestly probably, just for the sake of it, I am going to uh, start playing him on my uh, Spotify just for the fact of um, having it ready to go to remember to play him. Because yeah. I... It, Recently, I've gotten to this weird, like, uh, um, Def Leppard phase. Not even say Def Leppard, but the one song, Fool In by them. Okay. Uh, mostly because, like, <coughs> for whatever reason, bless you. Thank I've you. I've been really tired at work, obviously. And then, uh, the one part of the, the, some of the chorus of that song is really, like, it keeps me awake for whatever reason. So I've started listening to it a bunch. So I'm going to try and listen to that and hopefully not fall asleep at work. <laughs> He's got some bangers, man. Um, yeah. Uh, it, I think it's a cover. I don't remember the original artist, unfortunately, but it was uh, the Feeling Good song by him. Oh, they, um, hey. Um, I, that literally is the song I clicked. Yeah. It's like one of the... one auto-load. of Auto-load. Yeah, it's one of his top ones. Um, but yes. I, I haven't... I haven't played this character because I've been trying to figure it out, but uh, I actually have a bard uh, based off of that song. And I think I've told you about it. You know the character, and like, literally, I want to do that in the session where it's like, it starts out like super chill, like the song where it's like, oh yeah, I'm feeling good. And then it's like, he becomes a little evil, and it's like, little more demonic-y I'm feeling good instead of like the Frank Sinatra style stuff it's more like oh this guy would punch a baby you know <laughs> okay but that okay. that's that's I'm, the I'm, kind I'm... of shit I, I listen to for some of my characters um, it's that's weird I, I don't ever make full playlists like some people do but I'll like on the drive to play certain games like I'll I'll listen to certain songs like uh the warlock for Damon's campaign. Um, I listened to the Yu Yu Hakusho theme song on repeat. And anybody that knows that theme song, I told you I play a murder hobo that only wants to fight. Why the fuck am I listening to Starbomb? But it gets me hype. <laughs> I um I don't have a playlist for any character. Uh. But unfortunately, the second you mentioned that, I only thought of the Diners, Drives, and the- Drives theme song yeah. on a 10-hour repeat. And I was like, this is monstros- This is absolute monstrosity. Like, I should not do this. But I think before the next session, I am going to listen to that song before I walk in the house to yeah. reset myself as a human. Dude, it, it helps, man. It helps. Fucking uh, Inikini, he was like my my vampire bard that I played. Um, the Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss one. Anytime I played him, I listened to fucking um, Fetty Wap. 
and everyone was like how does this work for you and i was like dude it works it gets me in character like me and the remy boys about to go start some shit like and i'm gonna start lying to everybody (laughs) it's ridiculous Uh. i love it but um that said uh we should probably wrap it up um always wrap it up fellas always wrap it up uh Unless you're married, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, it matters a little bit. It it, <laughs> it depends on your time does. frame. <laughs> it does. Brandon, uh, I, I think, Brandon, before we wrap it up, I think because you said that, you need to wrap it up for the next week at least, please, buddy. <laughs> look. <laughs> I'll be honest with y'all. I have not wrapped it up since I got married. So. (laughs) Me either. Hey, there are bonuses and perks to getting married, and that is one of them for me. All right? I. She has your ID in. We're we're generally okay. (laughs) I, I, I will say, once in a while, there are. The problem is because she has your IUD, she barely has a period. So once in a while, here and there, it does get a little worrisome. Yep. But ninety. I mean, we're good. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna wrap it up. <laughs> fuck it. We're married. It's what it is. What it is at this point. I've given up. I've committed to the bit. Welcome to the club, so, buddy. Welcome to the club. Well, hey, I wait. I, at least I waited until I was married. I, 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 I never, I never not, I never not did it before marriage. Me either. <laughs> I am a hundred percent a virgin. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> we definitely did it. Just not the way God intended. Oh God. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of wrapping it up, let's wrap this up, buddy. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Uh, have a great week. Uh, next week, I will tell you about how the Super Bowl went and other, hopefully, other fun shit that you care about. And uh, yeah. have a good week. Uh, we love you guys. Bye.